This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very much, and happy Saturday before Thanksgiving. Happy day to you. Thanks for listening. And uh, thank you even more if you would bother to give us a phone call this afternoon. We would love to have a phone call. Mike Bass is sitting in the captain's seat. He is running this uh, boat. And uh, hope we don't run aground. We'd love to have a call. That would help a lot. Phone number is 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Lines are all empty right now. We have five lines. I don't need five. We've boiled it down to three. We've used one to call another or whatever Mike does to block two lines so that you won't have to wait very long. You're not going to have to wait very long today. In fact, I hope we uh, hope we can fill three lines at some given time during the program. It uh, It's a quiet time of the year. I've done radio long enough since 1978 that I know that uh, this time of year is always very, very quiet. And the questions don't take very long. And so there are times that I am hoping that people will call. And this is one of them. Give me a call, won't you please now? And uh, another thing I'm going to ask of you is uh, when you go into your local neighborhood Ace Hardware store, let them know that you listen to the program and tell them thanks, if you will. I appreciate that you tell me thanks. That means a lot. But it means just as much if you will tell them thank you for sponsoring this program because those 40 stores that join together to sponsor the program really make it happen. They uh, they are the, the overall sponsor of this hour and next hour. So let them know. Let them know you appreciate it, if you will, please. That would be uh, a great thing to do. All right, once again, let me give you the phone number. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones. Let's make him really busy for the next two or three minutes, uh, screening your calls. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. I'll tell you now uh, also that a week from now we will be here at this same time live but it is depending, uh, that is tentative, it is depending on the outcome of a Friday night basketball game with TCU. They're in a tournament, and depending on whether they win or, or don't win, it depends on when they play on Saturday. And uh, I, don't, I haven't gotten all the details of it, but uh, we could be uh, put uh, on the park bench on Saturday and uh, out there by ourselves uh, if, uh, if TCU is playing at 1.30. So... Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, just to forewarn, again, the uh, phone number, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. We do my SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week. Thank you. I see you calling through. Thank you very, very much for that. Let me tell you about our uh, SPCA dog today. His name is Jimbo. Jimbo is his name. Oh, he's a large mixed breed dog at 56 pounds. He has a light coat. And uh, some brown highlights swirled in. He has a big smile and sparkling eyes. This guy is a cuddly little firecracker. He has tons of energy. This is a great paragraph I'm about to read to you. But he just loves about everybody, especially those everybodies who have the forethought to come in with a few treats. Jimbo would love to have a big yard to romp around in. Here it comes now. But it would need to be securely fenced by a solid wall seven or eight feet in height. This little guy has some serious jumping ability. He, I wonder how they found that out. He is a smart little pooch, though, and he does a wonderful sit. All in all, he's a great dog for the right family. That's Jimbo, the jumper. <laughs> he's a jumper. He doesn't look that big, the photo that, that uh, they have up on the website. Jimbo came to the SPCA of Texas last year as a stray. He's been out on his own before, and he definitely would rather spend his life with a loving pack of humans going forward. That's his hope, that he gets a pack of humans. That's otherwise known as a family. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Jimbo has been neutered and microchipped 
and he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. Jimbo is waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. The center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. I was just thinking, if you are a high jumper, this would be a great dog to have with you. you he could practice with you at, uh, at 7 feet. That'd be great. So that's Jimbo. Again, he's available at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30 west of Hampton Road, and you can go out there right now and, and meet him and greet him, and, and, and he can be looking out the windows in the backseat of your car an hour from now. Wouldn't that be fun? You can browse their available animals, including Jimbo, at spca.org slash findapet. Let me spell that for you. It's spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt if if you just don't think Jimbo is the cutest thing in the world and you want to adopt a cat instead. I realize there are some cat people out there, so I pay homage to those folks with that little half sentence at the end. The SPCA has wonderful animals. If you want to adopt an emu, they even have emus, I think. They have all kinds of animals. So, but Jimbo is, is the, the animal that we're featuring right now. So good luck, Jimbo. Good luck. That is from one adopted animal to another. That's what I am. Aces, I, well, doesn't matter. Have one of my kids wants me to, well, and I already have sent in my sample to 23andMe. Going to find out, uh, what, what are you, Dad? family wants to know where'd you come from <laughs> so i'm about to find out ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks my program is sponsored by your locally owned north texas ace hardware dealers 40 of them joined together that's really a nice thing for them to do to bring gardening information to you and then bring gardening products to you and houseware products and grills ace is the place for grilling. They have people who really know and love grilling and who can explain it and help you pick just the right grill for your needs or for you to give as a gift. Ace has all the great brands, Traeger, Weber, Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe, and more. Let them show you the choices. Let them explain the choices. You'll love grilling while the weather is cool and wonderful out there. Ace is the place for all your grills. That's where we got our Traeger. They have the accessories and the fuel needs this holiday season. And you get free assembly and delivery on grills that cost $3.99 or more with your Ace Rewards card. If you don't have an Ace Rewards card, that takes all of 28 seconds. That's all. Yeah, maybe 35 seconds at your local Ace Hardware store. Stop by for help in picking just the right grill for your needs. Ace is where you'll see people you already know, and they're not customers. Well, you'll see those too, but they're people who work there and who own the stores. They're owned locally. Ace. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. I'm Alan Walter from Denton County Ace Hardware. We're your source for those Traeger, Green Egg, and Weber grills. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's how you can get help. And Alan was at our house the day we got our Traeger, and, and uh, he has been very instrumental in our being uh, uh, on the air with Ace, and I thank him very much. Good man, and he took an old hardware store, moved it down the block about a block, and uh, enlarged it, and oh, my goodness. So thank you, Alan. Let's uh, go to our first. Thank you all. There are three people, Lynn, Jerry, and Vance, who have called. Thank you. I'm really honored and, and flattered that you would call, and I'll work my way right to you. We'll start with Lynn in Fort Worth. Lynn, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hi. Um, <laughs> well, I um, went through that cold snap a year or so ago with a few dead items, but none of my big trees died. But this past summer, towards the end of the summer, we had that heat wave, and the heat wave killed a humongous holly that I had completely all in one day. And then I refuse to call it dead, but I have a Jap- J- Chinese, Japanese red maple that 
also lost all of its leaves that same day. They were right next to each other. They're both horribly... I had to cut down the holly because the leaves stayed on. They were all brown. The Japanese red maple, I just don't want to call it dead. Could you tell me, Am I? is it going to sprout again or is it dead? It's 20 years old. Right. What, uh, what I have observed uh, after this uh, summer of record uh, drought, not so much heat, we had hot weather, but we've had hotter weather, uh, Lynn, was that uh, a lot of plants reached what's called the permanent wilting point, the point of no return. Uh, plants will wilt, although hollies don't wilt. That's, the, that's right. the reason that so many hollies died around North Texas. They don't wilt, and people don't realize that they've gone too far. They've, they've gotten too dry. And uh, if they water them, they water them too late, and, and they're past the permanent wilting point. They're past the point of no return. Uh, it doesn't happen in one day. It happens over a period of, of um, two or three weeks or, or longer if they're not watered. Uh, I've mm-hmm. pointed out in my electronic newsletter some in commercial landscapes where fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 worth of landscapes were lost because right. one watering wasn't given. One watering would have caused these uh, 15-foot-tall hollies to survive or magnolias or other, other trees. Mm-hmm. Now, as for, and and they, do, they, they don't bounce back. They don't come back from their roots. The hollies don't. In the case yeah. of your Japanese, I, either you have a Japanese maple or you have a red maple. They're very different oh. trees. Does this have uh, red leaves in the spring? Well, it's supposed to. I, was, I asked for that, and when they put it in, the problem is it's in a lot of shade, so only the top gets red. I believe it's just because okay. it doesn't get direct. Well, the reason, the reason I'm asking, it makes a big difference in how I answer your question. Uh, yeah, um, I figured it did. I yeah, ordered Japanese, a red maple. So. <laughs> oh, if you ordered a red maple, you ordered Acer rubrum, which uh, is only red in the fall. Um, okay. And, and uh, Japanese maple has red leaves, little star-shaped leaves. Yeah, right. that's what it, it's that's okay, what it so is. Okay, so it's a Japanese maple. So be right. really careful in referring to it that you just you, you leave okay. the word red out of it. Okay, um, cuz it does have the red leaves where the sun hits it usually. Okay. I have uh, And then probably, in the fall too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably have 15 or 20 uh, Japanese maples in our landscape, but they're all in shade, complete shade. I don't have any that get any uh, direct sunlight because that they really don't like the sunlight. They will scorch and burn oh. badly in the sun. Oh, and, uh, I, well, mine was pretty shaded. Yeah, and uh, but they can also get too dry. Anytime a, a plant goes beyond that permanent wilting point, it can be lost uh, when it when it shouldn't be. So that may may well be well, what happened. That you would know, be we're allowed guess. to water twice a week. I, we do that regularly in, yeah. in the. Sometimes in the morning, sometimes at night. And that, very... and that should be very adequate if you water deep, yeah. deep, deeply down uh, uh, a long ways. I've, I've been through, we live on a rural water supply, and there was a time when we were only able to water once every two weeks back, uh, I think it was probably in 2011. And um, uh, I made it through. I didn't lose anything. You just have to be very, very... Uh, precise in how you water and where you water, but Lynn, that's yep. what that's what caused your loss of plants, and you'll know in the spring. Just wait and see what comes so, out with okay. it. Okay, yeah, yeah that, that's what I wanted to know whether I needed to cut it down or whether I can wait and see. Not okay. yet. All of them one, in town are going to lose their leaves soon, and so yours will look like the rest of them. And then you that's can tell what them I told spring. my husband. I said yeah. we're not cutting it yet. I got to call Neil. Um, now one last question about it i was when i went shopping for ground cover below it um i said how do i plant ground cover because all the roots show they told me not to cover the roots that they needed to show a little bit you know like a quarter of each of the roots right at the surface are not covered in dirt they all show and the guy at the plant place said don't cover them don't put plants um near the tree where the roots are coming looking like they're you know up above the land is that correct um, i don't know perhaps uh, he misunderstood what you were asking you don't want to cover the roots with soil but you can certainly let plants grow over them okay. that's very natural that's so, what he was saying yeah. yeah he said if the plant yeah we didn't get that far because i was 
just making sure I didn't yeah, put you dirt don't wanna, to plant yeah, a plant. You, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to bring new soil in, but you can plant between okay. the roots and you'll be fine. That sounds great. That's Perfect. It. Thank, Thank you, you so Lynn. Much. Have a have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for the call. I love Thanksgiving because you can wish it to everybody. You don't have to worry about I wonder if Christmas isn't is not a holiday they celebrate or Easter or anything else. Thanksgiving, you can say to anybody. I like that. That's good. Let me tell you about uh, my offer from my book right now. This is a holiday offer, but it's good for Christmas. So I'm going to offer it that way to you. Um, If you'd like to buy one and give a couple as gifts, then you can get one for yourself. And that one comes at regular price of $38.95, which is a bargain. Wait till you see the book, and I think you'll see. Compare it to any of the books in the bookstores, and and you'll see. However, it is not in the bookstores. More about that in just a moment. My book is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. First one is $38.95. Second and third ones that you're going to be giving as gifts, second and or third one, Shipped to the same address in the same box, thirty-three ninety-five. So you save five dollars per book at that point. So that's a really good deal for you. The books are all signed. I sign them as I sell them, and uh, they're in my garage and uh, in storage there, climate-controlled garage. And uh, every Sunday evening and Monday I sign, and Tuesday I take them to the post office. This is uh, this is a self-published book, folks. I I did that on purpose. I wanted to hire Carolyn Skye as my editor, and I wanted to hire Cindy Smith as my graphic designer. The three of us did this book. It's in its sixth printing now, and your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. It is written for every county in the state of Texas. You can give it without any worry that it will apply to anybody in Texas and southern Oklahoma. It has 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, 11 chapters that cover everything about outdoor gardening, landscaping, lawns, flower, fruit, and vegetable gardening. Like I said, it's only $38.95, satisfaction guaranteed. And in the first five printings, 75,000 copies sold. No one has asked for a refund. I always sell it with a complete guarantee, satisfaction, or a full refund. No one has asked for one. Uh, Each copy is signed as I sell it, and uh, it's a hardback. I need to point that out, and I had it printed in San Antonio, not in China. I wanted to be able to say, this is Lone Star Gardening printed by Texas printers at Clear Visions in San Antonio and bound by Universal Book Bindery in downtown San Antonio. These places are within 10 miles of the of the Alamo. That's as Texas as you can get. I was born in San Antonio. So there you go. Uh, so here are the two ways you can order it. You can call my office Monday through Wednesday next week, Wednesday morning, and that's um, at 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way that you can do right now is uh, to, to, to speed up the delivery by almost a week is to order it from my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock and more to experience what whiz stone can do their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration the skilled professionals at whiz stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com they can supply not only the hardscape but the tools to do it yourself from masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens whiz-q stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams whiz-q stone can deliver any product anywhere in the usa visit the experts at whiz-q at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822 whiz-q stone 
leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. I want to tell you about advanced foundation repair right now, and I want to do it in the hopes that you don't need them. I, I would not wish foundation repairs on anybody. But there is that possibility that you do need help with your foundation, especially after this past summer. Oh, my goodness, it was dreadful. And foundations all across north central Texas suffered as a result of the hot, dry weather, especially the dry weather and the dry soils. Our clay soils expand when they're wet, and they really contract when they're dry, and foundations are left in the lurch. Well, the people at Advanced Foundation Repair have led their industry for decades now, and they will come to your home and do a very thorough inspection of the foundation. They can do it now, even though it's been raining. It's as easy for them, if not easier, for them to determine the nature and magnitude of foundation problems when it's wet than it is when it's dry. And this is a great time to have them do their work to repair your foundation because they're not swamped with months of backload of of work. Most people wait until the hot summer weather to call Advanced Foundation Repair or any of the good foundation companies. But it's smart people who call now. And I would really recommend that you do that. If you know you have a foundation problem, if the doors and windows didn't work the way they're supposed to, if you saw cracks developing, that's the reason to call Advanced Foundation Repair. When they do the work, it's affordable, it's done carefully, it's done right, and then you get a guarantee good for the lifetime of the house, transferable from owner to owner to owner. That's why they're called Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's Foundation Repairs.com, plural. The phone number is 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware in East Dallas. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, someone who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Michael, very, very much. And we go to Jerry in Arlington. Jerry, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Uh, I had an old-timer tell me that every time he planted a shrub or a tree, he would always put a piece of tile or a rock in the bottom of a hole right there that would trap moisture underneath it right there for, you know, dry times coming up there. What do you think about that? Uh, it's first time I ever heard it described quite that way. You're talking about horizontal parallel to the ground or, or vertically into the soil? No, it would be horizontal there, so it would trap moisture below it. Yeah, that, I don't. I don't see that that would help at all. It's okay. got to get into the soil in the first place, and I don't think it's going to trap anything. It's going to it's going to come out one end or the other out of the pipe, out of the tile, and uh, then it's it's going to percolate through the soil as it normally would. I think if you did a, a some kind of a, a soils uh, laboratory test on that, I, I think it would prove that it doesn't do anything it's zero change one way or the other it just takes up space that roots could be using it's like having a rock down there okay well that's uh, i just i just wanted your opinion right there so i, I have know. i have spent what you have heard on the air is how much time in my life i have spent thinking about that so you know I, it's not like i spent the last year mulling over it i gave you about about 10 seconds worth but i can't imagine that that would help any Better, better. as far as I'm concerned, it would be better to have a small berm, just a donut around the plant uh, that's uh, uh, maybe an inch or two high and that you carefully maintain so it doesn't have a, a levee break and you water there and water very slowly when you water. Uh, not and, and then after a couple of years, uh, Jerry, the, the roots are beyond that space so you can burst that levee out and just water with a soaker hose or something out farther away the the craziest thing i've seen ever is uh, is a, a tree that's 15 or 20 feet tall and somebody's put one of those crazy bags around the trunk there are no roots up around the trunk that are going to have any function to take water up to the tree so that's that's useless but um but no i, I don't think i'd do that um, all right that's all just wanted your I'm, opinion but i'm glad you sure got it didn't you i appreciate your call happy thanksgiving thank you, much. Thank you. 
All right, let's see. You know what? He's been waiting patiently, and I'm not going to make him wait through my tiny garden tip. Let's go to, to Vance in Arlington. Vance, this is Neil. Thanks for calling. How can I help you? Neil, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I have red petonias. I'm in southwest Arlington, mm-hmm. and we've been here 20 years in this house. And for the last 10 years, they were just beautiful. Some of them on the outside by the fence are like 30 foot tall, beautiful. And they surround my backyard fence, which is quite big. And I am so tired of when they get to- they they're dying with the uh, with whatever this is that's killing them. And I have tried to clean them out underneath spray fungicide. I've tried everything, but I'm so tired of cutting those things, and they're not easy to cut out and cut up and put out by the deal. No. I told my wife I'm just going to cut them. I'm cutting all the red petonias, getting, I'm getting out of them. And then I was going to put maybe crepe myrtles out the side just because they're beautiful. But I thought, I just thought I'd ask him, say, see if there's some wonder thing that has come out that's saving these trees because uh, I'm tired of it. Ooh. Well, I don't blame you at all. The, uh, the disease is called entomosporium. And it has it has moved not only with the red tip photinias, but it's also moved over to um, Indian hawthorns, and that that's a tragic loss because there are many times more Indian hawthorns or were uh, than there were uh, photinias, and it's taken out both of them to a large degree in in North Texas. The the cold uh, in February of twenty one took out most of the Indian hawthorns, so they kind of finished it off. Um, and there is no fungicide that will control endomosporium. Strange as it seems, there's nothing that's come along in all the years that it's been, the disease has been a problem. I have seen that disease uh, as I've traveled. Well, we don't travel much anymore, but, but in, in the rainforest in Washington State, um, I saw it, well, you would expect to see it in a, in a really wet environment, but I've seen it in Los Angeles where it is anything but wet. And then all across the southern United States to Atlanta, when, when our son lived in Atlanta, uh, I saw it there. And, and so it, it, has, it, it exists in all climates. Um, your best bet, I think what I would consider doing is hiring a, uh, an arborist who has a stump grinding machine to come out and just remove all of them and grind the stumps out for you and get rid of it all in one morning or afternoon and be done with them. And then I'd go back. Um, if you need the privacy, I would consider one of the large hollies, like Nellie R. Stevens holly, as my as my screening shrub. If you planted those on uh, seven or eight foot centers, um, not any closer than that, they would grow to be 15 or 16 feet tall. Uh, if you wanted something shorter than that, um, then you could use uh, willow leaf holly, which is also called needlepoint holly. It's not none neither of those hollies is prickly particularly they have points on the ends of their leaves but you couldn't hurt yourself if you had to um so those would be my go-to plants you just have to promise yourself that you will water them by hand uh, for the first several years because like i told the lady early this half uh, this hour they don't wilt and they can get too dry without you really being aware of it so for the first couple of years while they're getting established, you have to water them a couple of times a week uh, by hand, not with a sprinkler system. But that would be my recommendation for you, and I think you'd be really happy uh, w- with them. As much as I love crepe myrtles, I don't think I'd want a row of crepe myrtles if I needed them for privacy because there's half of the year or, or maybe 40% of the year when they don't have any leaves. Yes, uh, I agree. However, on the outside, it is a a fence going down the road and and if i if it it's more it's beauty not well they would not, they would crepe myrtles would certainly qualify there yeah you get a, you get a row of a variety called catawba crepe myrtle it's a, a a medium purple oh my gosh you know I, no. I when i was a kid all i wanted was red crepe myrtles and as i've grown older i have begun to realize that purple blends and combines with any color and the red crepe myrtles you have to be kind of careful where you use them or they'll clash with some colors they're awfully bright 
Well, the new ones are. Yeah, the new ones are. Well, the the ones I have are called Dynamite Red. Yeah, Dynamite was one of Carl is is one of uh, Dr. Carl Whitcomb's introductions, along with Red Rocket, and they are a brilliant red. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people beautiful. like that, and and I do too. But but they are hard to use. You have to be careful. Well, I've I've only got two, and I've got them in a, a place where they don't get in the pool, and uh, they they when they come out, they are dynamite. They're, yeah, they sure are. That's uh, that's a, one of the best sellers of all. And and if somebody wants a really red crepe myrtle, it's beautiful. It's a it's an intermediate height, fifteen feet tall. Red Rocket is twenty to twenty-five feet, much taller. They're they're beautiful. I, uh, yeah, and I agree with you. Hey, I'm I'm just glad to hear, so I can confirm. Uh, like I said, it, it is one of those things. Okay, how many do I have to cut out this time? And what kind of? Oh my word! So yeah, I know. I was going to ask you about. Uh, you know, the roots, but uh, quite honestly, I'll be happy with just cutting them down as low as I can get them and then just keeping them cut when they start popping back up again. Yeah, they won't try very long because that disease does kill them. It, yeah. it leaves no survivors, unfortunately. It's it's a total shame because I, they were absolutely beautiful. They yeah. had good plants. But yeah, listen, I thank you so much for your Thank you, Vance. I enjoy your show, and many people do, and so uh, I was thrilled to get on as when you didn't have calls. So I Believe me, it w- it's not it's not hard to get on today. I have no calls now. I've, I've used you're my last call. I've used my last uh, chip. I have an hour and twenty five minutes to fill. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I would suggest that anybody that has anything call in. I called in. I've got on the show within ten minutes. Now, so get in there. Now you have a radio career ahead of you. Listen to that. Uh, hey, I, I can brag to my friends and my people. I That's spoke right. to Neil Sperry personally yeah. on the phone. And they will uh, say, who is that? And that'll be it. Hey, have a good Thanksgiving. I appreciate your call. You also. Thank you for Thank what you, you did. Appreciate you betcha. It. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. So as indicated, we have open lines right now. It's 888-787-KLIF. I proved to myself it paid to advertise on my program by saying, give me a call now, please. 888-787-5543. Call right now, won't you please? 888-787-5543. Talk show host is looking for help. Let me tell you about Baylor Scott and White Health. And they are uh, great people who have made it easy for us to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24-7 video visits on the MyBSW Health app. You can get virtual care whenever and wherever you need it, like right now on a Saturday afternoon or maybe tonight. Even, uh, well, so it's even on weekends. This is weekend when allergies start acting up while you're out in the garden or when you run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. The best part is that you don't have to stop what you're doing to get the care you need. You can stay focused on doing what you love. It's as simple as texting BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408, 88408. Download the MyBSW Health app today. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408. That's Baylor, Scott & White Health, MyBSW Health. Get the app, text BETTER, to 88408. Interact with us on Facebook as well as on Twitter at 570-KLIF. This is Real News and Information 570-KLIF, KLIF.com. Let me tell you about my electronic newsletter called eGardens. I spend a day and a half or two days a week working on eGardens, and uh, yet it is free to you. I have advertising in it, nothing obtrusive. I think you'll, uh, I think you'll enjoy the ads that you'll see, but I also think you'll enjoy the stories that you read in eGardens. That's my goal, is to give you meaningful information. There always is a featured plant of the week. There always is also a, um, uh, a section called Gardening This Weekend, where I point out the things that are most important for you to get done that weekend. 
and then you also will have the, the revised and enlarged question and answer section, uh, then a couple of other stories. If you want to see what eGardens looks like before you sign up for it, remember it's always free, you go to my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. It's where you go to buy my book, but it's also where you go to sign up for eGardens. Click on the eGardens tab, you'll see uh, the, the opportunity to look at the most recent edition of it, but you'll also see where you can sign up for it. I will never spam you. I will never give or sell your email address to anybody, so you don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff. It's uh, it's always going to be free. It has been for all 18 years that we've had it. Join the 80,000 other people who get eGardens. From my computer to your email every Thursday, just a little after 6 p.m. This week it'll come out on, on Tuesday evening, we hope and thank. That's our goal. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. It's the first impression you make on all who stop by your house. Fact is, it's the first impression you make on all who just drive by your house. Your entryway landscape is your statement to your little part of Big Texas. More than anything else you put on public display, that entryway reflects your attitudes toward your city, your friends, and yourself. Makes sense, then, to spend a little extra time and effort, and money as well, making that entryway look as good as possible. Do everything you can to draw attention right up to the walk and to the front door. Start by planting the taller plants off to the sides of your house in your landscape plan. We've talked about it before here. Those plants become a visual funnel that slides the eyes of your visitors right to the entry. Use curved beds along the front of the house. Stay away from distracting straight lines. I'll pick up on this just a little bit later. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. It's my pleasure to tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited. I was in the store just this week. I go in our store in McKinney. Uh, it's not our as in ownership. It's our in as in proximity. I go in uh, oh several times a month, and I think you will enjoy it as much as uh, my wife and I do going into Wild Birds Unlimited. There are three stores that join together out of the ones in the Metroplex, join together to sponsor this broadcast and my WBAP broadcast and eGardens, my electronic newsletter I just told you about. And what you'll find at, at Wild Birds Unlimited will be a, an almost endless assortment of feeds and seeds for the wild birds in your backyard. It is just amazing what they offer. Everything from mealworms, live and and uh, and, and not, uh, all the way to all kinds of bird seeds of every imaginable type for all the different songbirds and and wild birds that are migrating through and that live here in north central texas they have feeders they have nesting boxes they have you know what they have that is the best of all enthusiasm and knowledge they share those with their customers and they love doing it this is a great hobby it's one of the most popular hobbies in america and Wild Birds Unlimited can be your key to enjoying it to the fullest. The three stores. In Dallas, 5715 West Lover's Lane, next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. It's about a block west of the Dallas North Tollway on Lover's Lane. That's David's store. Ron's store is at 5708 Abrams Road, one block south of Northwest Highway. He moved there about 10 months ago from a prior location where he'd been for 18 or 19 years. 5708 Abrams, one block south of Northwest Highway. Lovely store. And then Bertie's store in McKinney is at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway. In fact, it's uh, right beside Hallmark, which is right beside Tom Thumb on Harden at El Dorado. You know where all that is if you live in McKinney. So those are the Wild Birds Unlimited. If you need to find them online, it's easy. It's wbu.com slash dfw. Wild Birds Unlimited bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. KLIF can be heard on the FM. If you have a newer vehicle, go to KLIF.com slash FM to learn how. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. 
Let's have a little bit of a chat about my website, neilsperry.com. You've heard me refer to it several times. It's very important if you want to sign up for my electronic newsletter, eGardens. That's the only place that you can get eGardens. So that means that 80,000 people have been there to do so. Uh, you can also see what it uh, looks like at uh, neilsperry.com when you click on the eGardens tab. You can see what eGardens looks like. You can sign up for it there. It's uh, one of two ways and only two ways that you can buy my book uh, because my book, is uh, this is Lone Star Gardening, is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. It's available by going to neilsperry.com. And uh, that's the place to go to get that big sale price that I have on the book right now, the Christmas sale offering. Um, The website is also where you find archived information on rose rosette virus and crepe myrtle bark scale and also uh, on St. Augustine issues. All those available to you at neilsperry.com as well as answers to my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions. All of that at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. I'm Sherry from TNC Ace Hardware on Jacksboro Highway. We're your source for those great home and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sherry, very, very much. Let's go to Jim in Rockwall. Jim, this is Neil. Good uh, afternoon. How can I help you? Uh, hello, Neil. Hi there. Um, I have a hackberry tree in my front yard that's full of mistletoe, and the tree's really horrible looking. I'm fixing to have it cut down and stump ground and all that. And I'm wondering what kind of tree can I plant that's maybe resistant to mistletoe or something that that's going to help out because it's really taken over this one tree. All right. Any species that you choose except cedar elm would be more resistant to mistletoe than hackberries are. Cedar elm, okay. cedar elm would be probably a little more resistant, but any other plant that you put in there is going to be highly resistant to mistletoe. They love, mistletoe plants love hackberries and cedar elms. So, uh, if you are you looking for a large shade tree? Yeah, I've been kind of kicking around the idea of maybe a live oak or even a pecan or something like that. All right. Well, pecan is the largest uh, uh, shade tree that we have. And if you're going to do that, I would go with a variety that's likely to give you good pecans. Um, It may be hard to find the variety Caddo in a retail nursery, but that's the one that is very highly recommended for our area uh, for quality pecans without a lot of spraying uh, for pecan scab disease, C-A-D-D-O. Desirable is another very good variety that is now 107 years old. It's been around a while. Okay. Well, well proven. Okay. Um, Kiowa is another good variety. So those are, are three possibilities. Um, and uh, your live oak idea is a good one. It's a spreading tree. It will cast very heavy shade. So you'll you'll eventually have uh, that thought. Uh, what do I plant beneath it now that the grass won't grow right. there? So. Right. I, you know, that's that's just another opportunity as far as I'm concerned, but I do like to point it out to people. Um, Schumard red oak is another large tree that is outstanding in our area. Chinkapin oak uh, is is one of my favorites because it's not quite as common, um, and, and I like that. I have, I have all of these in my rural landscape. We have a lot of room, and so I've planted all of them. Um, and then... Um, uh, the the other oak, the fourth oak, is burr oak. It has the very large leaves, very large acorns. Um, okay. So those are those are your your oaks, and then the one non-native tree that I would recommend uh, as a consideration is Chinese pistachio. They're very colorful right now, and uh, it has reliable fall color. It's a very pretty tree too. I. Okay. I would I would always start with oaks. If it were my new landscape or a, a replanting of a landscape, oaks would be where I would begin, and then these others would come in after that. Okay. Does um, I think my daughter just moved to southern Illinois, and I think they have sycamores up there. Yes, sir. And they're gorgeous trees. And will those do in our environment down here? Yeah, for a while. <laughs> Uh, they, okay. they have a they have a disease called anthracnose that hurts them very badly, and they also okay. get insects on them during most summers called lace bugs that will okay. turn the leaves a very tan color. They're prettier in the north than they are here. 
Okay. I, I love right. sycamores. They, I, I spent a lot of summers. Uh, my mom and dad were happily married, but my dad traveled in the summer to do research for Texas A&M. Always makes it sound like I spent my summers with my dad and the rest of the year with my mom. It's not the case. But we would be out along the rivers in West Texas where he was doing his, his research work for A&M. And uh, the sycamores would line those rivers, the uh, Nueces River and the others. Is that, yeah, that's the right one. And, uh, and Frio. And oh man, they have an aroma to them. It's like iced tea, brewing iced tea. Just fond memories. I like sycamores, but they have too many problems. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It. Thanks for the call. Good questions. All right. Let me do my last break for this hour. Then we'll come back to Robert and Kaufman and, and Wally in Salina. Um, my book would help because I rate uh, shade trees, uh, all of them, uh, by A, B, or C, and uh, that would tell you whether I feel they're good, pretty good, or not so good. And uh, that's, that's just one tiny part of this book. The book has 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, things you need to know to get you started. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar that I've never put in any book before. The calendar tells you month by month what you need to do in each month. You turn the page to the next month, and there are four pages of what needs to be planted, pruned, uh, fertilized, and sprayed in that month. So you'd be right up to date on what you need to get done. Chapter 3 is a very detailed chapter on trees, including the ones that uh, have the, the are the best big shade trees, the, the best small space trees, spring color, fall color, um, all the various things that you might want to know, plus a lot of information on how to grow uh, trees successfully. Then shrubs is the next chapter, chapter 4 if I have counted right, then vines and ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables, all in the book. 344 pages, a hardback, printed on high-quality paper with 840 of my best photos. It was printed in San Antonio because I wanted to go to the press checks to make sure it was being done to my satisfaction. And I also wanted to be able to say this was printed in Texas, not in China. Now, here is my special holiday offer for you. The first book is at the regular price of $38.95. That's a bargain all in its own right. The second and third books shipped in the same box at the same time, obviously, to the same address, just $33.95. So buy one for yourself and one or two more for gifts, and you save $5 on the gift books. By shipping together, you also save on the postage. You order from my website, neilsperry.com, or you can call my office Monday through Friday, uh, Monday through Wednesday this week, Wednesday at noon, and that's at 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now at N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. That is our pastor, love him dearly, a great church, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. Join us, won't you please? There's a lot of talk these days about Made in America. I want to tell you about something that's been made in America for 90 plus years. That's Mueller metal roofing, Mueller steel buildings made right here by people who care about quality, both of materials and of workmanship. Whether it's a metal roof for your home, maybe a custom steel building, whatever it is, they make it right. And uh, 
even a shed or a greenhouse for the backyard. Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA and with 33 branches for sales and service, there is a Mueller location that's near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families. Ordinary hardworking folks who are proud to provide a product made right here in America. Company's been doing things like that for 90 years. They're doing it right. Visit MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, the number 2. That's 877-268-3553. They are Mueller. They're made in America, and they're made to last. MuellerInc.com. Hi, I'm Adil from Plano Ace Hardware. We're your source of those great garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Medill, very, very much, very much. We have another hour uh, to go after the news. Just uh, had a caller hang up or lost the cell signal. Call back, if you will. We're going to Robert in Kaufman right now. Robert, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, Neil. I have a question for you. In the spring, uh, my fig tree, it was dead, okay? So I got my chainsaw and cut it down and burnt the rest of it, okay? Okay. Anyway, as spring came along, I noticed some little sprouts coming up from the roots. I said, wow, great, you know, fantastic. It's excellent tree. I mean, I've been getting a lot of fruit from it. But as it grew, the leaves came out just right at the top. Now, this thing is probably a neighborhood of eight foot tall now. Oh, my. And and there is no leaves from the roots all the way up to about seven, six or seven feet. And then they're just a cluster of leaves. And that's, I've never seen nothing like that before. Well, that may very well be due to the, the hot, dry weather this summer. They need a lot of moisture. Um, and they're losing their leaves now anyway for the winter, so I wouldn't worry at all about it. See how it looks come springtime. You don't I mean, want to like... prune. You don't want to prune figs very much. Normally, if that were a, a regular shrub of some sort, you might be tempted to trim it back by thirty or forty percent. But you don't want to do that with figs. Oh, just let her let her get as big as she need to be, right? Yeah. Well, that's normally what you do, and that's the way it was before. Probably the cold killed it back. That's probably what killed it down to the ground. Okay. All righty. No, it sounds like you're on your way. Just let it go. It's doing fine. Figs are grown from cuttings, from rooting cuttings, and so you have the same fig you had before. It just needs some time yeah. to mature enough that you'll get fruit off it. So you're on you're on your way. Yeah, I did it. I, I cut some cuttings off of it, and I got one tree now. Yeah, from that tree. That's well. You're you're doing fine. I'm out of time for this hour, but you're doing fine, and so just let it grow. Hey, folks, give me a call eight 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 seven eight seven five five four three. 